and welcome to The Backup Plan with Pay and Han. I'm one of your hosts, Hannah Ostopchuk. And I'm your other host, Peyton Joy. And it's the end of your spring break. Mm. If you're watching us, like I'm still in my clothes from Special Olympics. Peyton's in like the, the sweatpants of the century. Oh, I thought I looked good. You look you look amazing. We're just being our true selves today. We, I, we had no energy left. I don't even have an excuse for it. It was your spring break. How was it? It was so amazing. I wouldn't have changed a thing. Except to make it longer. Just like maybe like another week or so. I got a good sunburn. Yes. Spring break is Can not you please describe it. your sunburn? Um, I wore a one piece that has cutouts along the side. like, And so that was what my tan did. But it only did it on one side. It looks like someone like like palm open just like scratched her whole side. Yeah. And yeah, it looks great. It's fine. I mean, my legs got so tan I've never looked better. <laughs> My legs are really, really tan. They're almost as tan as those stop check over here. Oh, yeah. Um, but anyways. Oh, uh, yeah. It was great. Did a lot of that. And then I had to spend the rest of my spring break not in the sun because I overdid it, <laughs> as we always do. Like, that's it's like, so true. That's every person's start to any like spring break summer. We even live in Florida, and we still will make the grave error of just being like the first day out. Being like, yeah. okay, let's sit here for like, you told me, you were like, I've been out here for two hours. And I was like, that's enough. <laughs> I was like, I don't think it is. I don't even see anything. I don't even notice any I was color. Like, get inside. Get no, inside. truly, it's, it'll because it'll creep up on you. You like think everything's fine, but it's spoiler alert. I was like, it's UV hot. index looks low, bro. Yeah, it's a little cloudy, cloud. Um, but anyways, it was so great. I got so much sleep. I mm-hmm. got relaxing. I kind of want to. I want one more night of relaxing. Like I'm gonna yeah. treat tonight like a binge night. Yeah, you can hit it hard. Speaking of binging and relaxing, mm-hmm. I heard somebody spent some time last night watching a lot of movies. Oh my gosh, I tell me about them. My mom. And I well, so I was one of our stories is the Oscar nominations, and like I don't know how much people really care about the Oscars anymore because I know that they they just like I don't know. Sometimes award shows are just blah, especially in this time. But um, I feel like in the year of movies, right? Like it's been a year of us just watching TV and movies. How do I not know any of the best picture? I nominations? haven't heard a single one, but you. I watched I mean, two. You'll tell us about them, but you you gave rave reviews. Yeah. So well, I feel I'm like of all the years not to have movie theaters like pop in and ready for me to watch. It's you guys have to. I'm just gonna say it now. You have to watch Promising Young Woman. Uh-huh. I don't care what gender you are. I, I don't care. Watch Promising Young Woman. It is like a. Give me a very brief synopsis. Uh, it's about a girl who experienced something, like that most women have experienced. Some sort of like. I won't get into specific. Wow, am I good? Specifics. <laughs> we just started before we started the podcast. We did the red leather, yellow leather, yeah. red leather, <laughs> specifics. Okay, anyways, um, I won't get into that. But it was. It's like kind of her talking about like her overcoming the like rape culture of college, and just like a college experience okay. with like. Just sexual assault in general. Um, and it's kind of just like an angry feminist movie. It's a thriller slash comedy. But which you said is, it's great. Which is really hard. It's I'm going to say Adam Brody's in it. Love. And you like don't like him in the movie, which is crazy. Love it. Um, who is the guy who, is it Max Greenfield? What's his name? Who plays Schmidt on New Girl? Yeah. He's in it too. I and you don't like him either. Him. But like, so like I say, it's a thriller. So like sometimes I'm like, oh my gosh. But then... You know, if you think of Schmidt from from New Girl, like it's so he's funny in those scenes, even though you don't like him. Right. Like the whole movie is like they Adam did it Brody really, really well. Actually, was in an episode of New Girl. He plays it Jess's 
ex-boyfriend mm. who she's still friends with and the whole argument is that like you can't be friends with an ex oh because there like there has to be something there mm-hmm. still and so there's this like whole argument with her current boyfriend of like why are you still friends with your ex and then like it turns out Adam Brody is like such a tool and he ends up like secretly being in love with her and like wanting to leave his wife with with her yeah and the boyfriend the current boyfriend's like mm-hmm. point proven like I just told yeah. you that. but anyways he plays kind of like a tool in New Girl too so it's funny to see him in these like roles where you don't like where him where you don't like him yeah after playing Seth you're like wait Seth um, I will say like <clears throat> I have to remind myself that he's married to Leighton Meester yeah like, I have to be like no he's a good man he's married to Leighton Meester they're a good couple because in the movie <laughs> he plays yeah they, uh, he just plays a dick like okay. he just plays like a bro um, the uh, movies I really recommend it like okay it's, I'm and totally I watched it. sold. Like I want to spend my night tonight watching. Yeah, like, I watched it with my mom and my stepdad. And they it's, liked it, and it was fine. Like it, it's like safe for everyone to watch in the same room. I also watched. Well, we'll get into this, but I watched another Oscar nomination for did Best Picture. Your stepdad, just being a man, like, did he watch? Did he like the like feminist movie? Yeah, like he was okay with it. It's like it's like a feminist rage movie. Like if you've ever had an ounce of feminism, or if you've never understood what it like, why girls get frustrated at certain things. Like it's just. Like chef's kiss, like it was just oh, I love they that. did it's it probably perfectly. So satisfying. It was a girl who was like thirty years old. Hi, baby. Um, it was great, but I I did a lot of like I will say this this week feels like it was um, twelve months long. Are you good, Teach? Yes. What's sorry. going on? Mister Chips dropped off his mouse for me, so oh. I wanted to like give it to him. There you go. There he is. <laughs> uh, this week feels like it was a month long. Oh, I felt like I will say. Of course, I want my spring break to be longer, but it felt really long. I mm-hmm. felt like I had the best time. Like we when I think about got last to spend week. some time together finally and like chill and do what we yeah. love doing, and we normally don't. We watched the Bachelor finale, the after the final rose with her yeah. mom, and she made us decorate Easter eggs. <laughs> we decorated Easter eggs. Then me and you had a Chipotle day where we got Chipotle yeah. and watched Teen Mom. You guys, we watched the show next. Okay, wait, MTV everyone next. Like everyone has to public service announcement. Everybody has to get Paramount Plus. You have to. It has every show you like grew up loving, like Next, Room Raiders, Parental Controls, like all yes. the MTV shows, because it 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 has every MTV show on it. Mm-hmm. Jersey Shore, Teen Mom, Teen Mom OG, every Teen Mom you've ever pregnant, thought of. Like, Peyton whatever. and I have finally found Teen Mom Two, Season Three. So good things are happening for the, yeah, the so both we've of us. Been to that I know for you a guys while. were very concerned. Everybody was um, asking, but Paramount how we're Plus is it. where it's at, and it was only five ninety nine a month. We watched two episodes of Next. That's a Starbucks coffee. It's true. It's so cheap. For a month. Yeah, one Starbucks coffee a month. Um, We watched two episodes of Next, and I fell in love during the first one. She did. What's his name? Garrett? (laughs) Garrett. (laughs) I can't find him anywhere. Okay, you guys. Hold on. If anyone has seen the episode. episode. It was season season six, episode eight. Yes, season six, episode eight. There's, I cannot believe I'm saying this. This is so, like, I've taken this joke way too no, far. No, we need to, like, this needs to be. You know, they show everyone on the bus. Yeah. And you, like, look down the line. You look down the pipeline. And you're like, oh, my gosh. Okay. He's cute. He's not. Next. Yeah. Next. Next. Okay, he's cute. And I love it when they exit the bus. Yes. And the guy says something cheesy, like, I, like, this show would never fly now. No. It would never. Like, no. it's so inappropriate. But they're immediately like, oh, you kid, blah, 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 blah. Like, something like sexual and disgusting. Yeah. Next. <laughs> it's no. terrible. Um, but there was a, a guy on it mm-hmm. who was one of the five on the bus. Yeah. Who you loved. And they ended up together. Yeah. Well, 
for how I needed to see if it was still <laughs> I needed to see if it was still happening. And at the time he was maybe like 22, but granted this was like a decade ago. Mm-hmm. So we're assuming he's right in our age range right mm-hmm. now. He's probably like 32, 33. Yeah. And Hannah found love. So we've what? been searching how to so find Garrett. He was 6'6". Six, six. There's no last name though. There, like we yeah. searched online like that episode and his name like cannot find him anywhere. There's zero information on anything about next. Like you can't find any of the contestants' names. I wish they at least gave me like a bachelor version <laughs> of like like Garrett Z. Like give me something. Like yeah. I need one initial, but I got nothing. Yeah. So if you guys know a 6'6 six, six Garrett who was once on an MTV show and like that's the joke that he makes at the bars, yeah. call me. Like Cribs and <laughs> Let me like know all those single. old MTV shows are on there. It's awesome. Yeah, I would love but to But we were this. saying, did you say there's me? a lot of like sexual jokes and there's a lot of um, just like old school, early 2000s humor that does not age well. Oh no. Like you couldn't say it now. Oh, totally. So watching it, we're like, ooh, ah. It's ooh, a little cringeworthy, ah. yeah. But that's and it's okay. like it's also like they were in a parking lot. Like the way that it was edited, we were laughing it was at in because shopping mall, she's like strip malls. Do you want to go learn how to play karate with me? And then they have this like terrible representation of karate, <laughs> like so bad. And they're in a they're in a parking lot, like a literal parking lot in the middle of LA somewhere mm-hmm. where there's just a lot of space, and they're doing karate in the parking lot. Yeah, like that was the date. Yeah. Terrible. But, um... I would love to watch all those, though, like, parental controls, room raiders, next. Because I bet that there's some celebrities now that, like, went on that show when they were just, like, L.A. actors and actresses trying to make it. Like, I bet we would find some people be like, is that... What's his name? Right. Or Or even some, like, maybe Bachelor people that have, like... Like, just been trying to get on that reality TV spend. By the way... Next is basically, like, Bumble and Hinge and Tinder, but just, like, the old school version. Like Like a TV version. No, no, no. Yes, yes. It's all just physical. Like an in-person version of Neck, or of uh, Bumble. Yeah, you're right. Um, What was I just going to say? I lost my train of thought. I'm so sorry. Oh, do you think Paramount Plus has newlyweds? We didn't even look for it. We didn't look for it. I feel like Jessica Simpson has probably paid to get that removed from everything. I've only ever seen it on YouTube. (laughs) Don't you think? Yeah. Like, I feel like she would probably be like, no, get rid of that. Yeah. Next. <laughs> I just say that all the time. Nice. By the way, we mentioned The Bachelor. We didn't actually watch the finale finale. We just watched After the Final Rose because we thought it was like a... We wanted to see like what's going on now, especially after all the like race yeah. situations. And everybody was talking about Emmanuel Acho and how he yeah, did a great job. He did great. So we, he did really I really great. liked him and I liked that he play devil's advocate on every issue. Like he didn't pick mm-hmm. one side or the other. He was really good at asking questions for both sides. Yeah. Well, like, as a white person, they'd be asking this. Or as a black person, they'd be asking this. Or right. as he a, was like, doing, he played all the sides. Like, he, he was, was asking questions Chris Harrison would never, never ask. So Ask or probably be able to ask. Yeah. So, so I thought good. it was, everybody said it was, like, so bad. Like, everybody was, like, I don't know. People are crazy. <laughs> like, I thought it was fine. Yeah. I thought it was fine. And I was, like, yeah, it ended the way it had to end. So. Yeah. Next. Next. Okay. <laughs> Do you All want right. to get into the lesson plan? Yes, but before we get into the lesson pan- plan, wow, I'm really red leather, yellow leather, red leather. <laughs> before we get into the lesson plan, uh, Peyton, have you ever heard of the Sidelines newsletter? Sidelines newsletter? No, tell me about it. If you subscribe to the Sidelines newsletter, you'll get drafted into a whole new league. Every Tuesday and Thursday, this newsletter brings you the latest in sports, health, wellness, and fitness. But here's the catch. It's by women for women. Like they say, the future is female, so grab it by the balls. Grab it by the balls! <laughs> <laughs> I like that ending. I, uh, that sounds great. Yeah, Peyton and I have subscribed to this newsletter called 
the sidelines and it's really great. It's like, it's all based on female athletes or just stories that like females want to know about that's going on in sports. It's not necessarily like only the sports about like health, the female athletes. Everything, yeah. yeah, it's a little bit of everything and they'll give you like cute yoga outfits and like they're so cute. So definitely subscribe to them. We have the info to subscribe to them in our YouTube description and also in the info box under our podcast. That sounds great. All right. So let's get into the lesson plan. That sounds We really only have one story for the day of the lesson plan. And then we have a bunch of I'm like a little baby, like a, a bunch of bowl. <laughs> like that's all I yeah. want to say. A bunch of just like Okay, so we've really been on the women train today. Like, I'm just looking at the first story. It has to yeah. do with women. The movie you watched, women. Oh, this newsletter, on. women. Yeah. Like, yeah, you're right. This is an episode for women. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Anyways, while you read, I'm gonna eat this apple. Thank you. All right. The NCAA basketball tournament women's weight room has been revealed, and it is shocking. I don't know if you guys saw this. This was a. It all started on TikTok. It was a viral TikTok. This girl actually tweeted it out as well. Like, she tweeted out her TikTok. So you might have seen it on there. Um, and we're not covering the actual NCAA tournament because we're watching, you know, we're recording this on a Sunday. You guys listen to it on a Monday or whenever you listen. So we won't be caught up. But all I can say is go Syracuse. Auburn's already out. So I was like, well, <laughs> next. <laughs> I, did you make a bracket, by the way? Nope. Next. Yeah, I didn't either. <laughs> I normally have Syracuse winning my bracket, but I just didn't feel I didn't feel like taking the L this time. You know, I'll remain anonymous. OK, so it all started on TikTok. It was this athlete named Sedona Prince. She plays for the Oregon Ducks. She put up a video saying, this is what she said, quote, so for NCAA March Madness, the biggest tournament in college basketball for women, this is our weight room. And she points to just like, it was like a triangle of dumbbells. And it was only like six of them. Like it probably went up to 10 pounds. That's hilarious. It was crazy. That's insane. And they're in this little tiny corner. There's nothing around them. My weight room right here in this basket, my few dumbbells are probably more than they had. (laughs) I have a basket back here that's probably like oh my more gosh. dumbbells than I. No, truly, yeah. this is what it went up to. This is it. This was the. This is eight pounds. This was like the biggest one in there. I really saw that going so poorly. Can you imagine if I dropped it? I was like- really anxiously <laughs> waiting to drop it. Okay, so um, what, so what anyways, am I saying? Where am I? Okay. Uh, so it goes. It like there's nothing in there. Then she says, "Let me show y'all the men's weight room." It's this huge Yeah, I can see gym. where this is going. <laughs> I'm telling you, it's have you, if you've ever been inside like an LA fitness, it's like massive. Like it was a huge showroom. It was like all black and like dim lighting, music playing, and there's like 20 of everything. And I'm talking everything was in there. They I'm had so all glad the gadgets. that she did this. Yes. Same. <laughs> okay, so the pictures of the weight room got released. Like the mm-hmm. women, this is because this is still, she's still like recording this TikTok. Mm-hmm. I guess like people started talking about this before. And the NCAA came out with a statement saying that it wasn't the money, it was the space that was the problem. So in this same TikTok, she's like explaining this all. And she says, let me show you guys something else. And she shows them where their court is, like where uh, the hardwood is. And then how she, she's like, and here's the little tiny weight room in the corner. Mm-hmm. And then there's, all of this space again like a showroom area where you would think more weights would go there's nothing but like two fold up chairs like randomly sitting in the middle of the room it doesn't make any sense and <sighs> so it was not a space issue no it was not a, no it's not a, they're just like making things up That's and so she says crazy. here's our practice court here's the weight room here's all this extra space she ended the video saying by saying if you're not upset about this then you are part of it 
So since then, the NCAA delivered on filling in the women's weight room ahead of this big tournament in San Antonio. It still wasn't like it wasn't anything quite in a comparison, comparison to the men. Yeah. Yes. Um, they showed the two weight rooms. They compared them on ESPN before all this, these tournaments started. And it, it kind of looked like they slapped it together. Like, it wasn't as... I'm obviously, sure it, was it wasn't frantic. as impressive. They were like, oh my gosh, we're being hated on. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. And they just, like, really quickly. Yeah. I... It's just, like, such a shame. Like, if you're going to put all that money into the men's, mm-hmm. at least... Put, let, like, a tiny little bit of pocket change into the Yeah, females. like, at least put in an effort. Like, oh my I gosh. Because I do understand, granted, the amount of money that the men's league brings in. Mm-hmm. So they deservingly can put a lot of that money into more. Yeah. But... The NCA is the NCA. Like they can put some into yeah, the split it. female stuff as well. Like they don't need so uh, like twenty treadmills. It's excessive. Yeah, it's yeah. just excessive. It's like uh, it. They gave the men like excess, mm-hmm. and they gave the women like negative. Right. <laughs> like it's true. So it's just like even have a little bit more. Like it's okay mm-hmm. if it's a little bit different because granted the men's probably brings in a lot more money, but like let's just like sort of. The NCAA came back and said something about that extra space next to the court. They were like, like next to the practice court. They were like, that was used for like hanging out stretching area. We wanted to keep, like give you guys that space. They can go stretch out in a yeah, field. Yeah, it's like, huh? You can literally <laughs> stretch anywhere. I can stretch right here. <laughs> Every athlete stretches on like like courtside. Yeah, it's You know, fine. like you don't it's need just, more space. They're just like, they're, they're doing exactly what you think. Like they're yeah. just digging for defense. Right. They're, it reminds me of like when a little kid gets in trouble. They're on defense. Like they're yeah. just like, ah, ah, yeah. ah, ah. Yeah. They're just like. <laughs> like, I didn't mean to. He hit yeah. me first. Like, yeah. that's kind of how they sound. Yeah. So. They're just scrambling. Better luck next year, NCAA. I feel like you guys can pull it together. But I know it's like, I know the men's tournament is such a big deal. But, like, let's not forget. Let us not forget. And especially, we were just talking about women's soccer before we started recording. And everyone cares so much about women's soccer. But there was a time. Where people didn't, and it was just the men. And so now I feel like, is this transitional time for each individual sport? Like, if you're a female, you should be tuning in, at least at some point, just to see what some of these, like, women athletes are doing. And just, like, contribute. We need yeah. it, okay? Let's, like, prove the NCAA wrong. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> totally. I don't know. I, it, it's moments like these that I like social media because she could be like, uh, actually, sir, uh, here's all the extra space. Like, it yeah. was nice to have it in those moments and to I will, defend yourself. I think this, I was looking at this woman, uh, Sedona Prince, this athlete who originally posted the TikTok. I was like looking at her tweets afterwards and she was saying she was so grateful for the new gym. And so oh, she like, good. she wasn't like angry about it. Like, she wasn't, she wasn't like, still being bitter. Still she was good. like, oh, yay, we did it. We accomplished what we needed. Yeah. It's a little better. We're like, happy. Us, all the outsiders who don't have access to anything and are just like sitting here from afar are the ones being like but it's not the same no. the athletes are really grateful though oh, like i haven't nice. seen them say anything Made that's it like yeah Good for her. Oh. okay ready to move on to our participation trophies yes <laughs> um every other story is just like not that serious and we can run through them however we'd like first one we saw Harry and Meghan with Oprah, but I think mm. Brittany is next in line. She friggin' better be. I know. know. So this She's is like a, the most. We have so many questions. So many questions. This is according to Yahoo. Entertainment Tonight reported that Britney Spears is considering telling her own story, perhaps to Oprah Winfrey. The source said, "Quote: Britney has considered speaking out about her past, mostly because she doesn't feel others should tell her story. She's always hated doing interviews, but if she ever takes that step, Oprah would likely be her first choice." Good. Amazing. Yeah. Perfect. I have yet to watch the documentary, I will say, and I, but I've basically heard everything from it. I don't think you need to watch it. Like, the you already know everything. Is, 
wild and out right now. Yeah, Mr. Chips is if running loose. If you can loose. hear him, he's a wild animal. <gasps> you guys, he just, he jumped on the couch so aggressively that it scared me. I'm sorry if I startled you. He's like, he, does he, maybe he just wants to say hi. This is Mr. Chips. He's just so excited that we're, we're so hanging out. He's so excited that we're hanging out. His heart is racing right now. <laughs> he's been meowing. He's been, like, doing, um, what's that called? Parkour. <laughs> he's, like, parkouring around my house right now. <laughs> um, anyways, uh, I have not watched the documentary, but I've heard all the, like, little tidbits of it. Yeah. I will say, though, she's still posting things on Instagram that make her look like she's going through things the most so i would love to see her in a long sit down not just like a 10 second clip of her dancing in her house right with low rise shorts on i would like to see her in an interview with oprah getting questions saying her story i would love to see that so she posted an instagram two days ago and it's of her singing on stage somewhere when she's like definitely 18 or maybe she's even 16 years old she's a teenager she says geez my mom sent me this video and reminded me that i can sing she said, you never sing anymore. You need to do it again. I've actually never watched this performance. It's definitely from a while ago. It's from one of my first trips I took alone. Whatever it is, I feel like she's showing everyone that she still, she still has talent. She's like, I'm still here. And I still want my recognition. She's like, she's crazy on social media in a good I way. Know. Like, I want to I wanna see her in a long sit down and not a 10 second social media clip. Like, I really, yeah. I'm dying for it. Brittany, if you're here, if you're listening. Do that Oprah interview. Yeah, do that Oprah interview. It'll, this Oprah is your conscious one. speaking. Yes. Do the Oprah interview. Another story about a 90s girl. There's a new documentary coming out about Brittany Murphy. So this is according to the New York Post. More than a decade later, fans are still looking for answers for the untimely death of actress Brittany Murphy. She was only 32 when she was found dead in her West Hollywood home. Her life and death will be explored in a two-part documentary that will air on HBO Max. And according to the according to the streaming service, excuse me, the series will, quote, go beyond the conspiracy theories and headlines featuring new interviews by those closest to Britney and new footage. Okay, here's what happened, if you guys don't remember, because I had to look this up. I was like, I don't I don't remember mm-hmm. what was going on with her at that time, but the actress, this is what New York Post said, the actress shocked the world when she was found collapsed on the shower floor of her home in 2009. Her death was ruled an accident citing community-acquired pneumonia with complications from chronic anemia and multiple uses of over-the-counter medications and antibiotics as the reason. So it was just like too many substances in her body. Essentially yeah. is what uh, they're like. Like teach. What does that mean? <laughs> what does any of that mean? Community-acquired pneumonia? That's pneumonia, right? Yeah, I think that's just pneumonia that you acquire from other people, like a contagious pneumonia. And then obviously like she was taking a lot of substances. And I think this was before people were super honest about that. They were, she probably had, like, so many things in her body. They were saying she was taking a lot of, what, did it say over-the-counter substances? Yes, over-the-counter so medications nothing, and antibiotics. It didn't say anything illegal, but it just yeah. says she was, like, taking a bunch of medicines. And her body probably just was, like, freaked out. Them saying anemia, like, it's, I think they just, like, wanted to put other things in to show that what she was. What is anemia? Was, anemia is when you are lacking red blood cells, okay. <laughs> which is basically carries oxygen. Mm-hmm. So you just like get lightheaded a lot, you're tired a lot, like things like that. Mm-hmm. It's okay. very common for women to be anemic or have like low iron levels. Okay. Basically, it just like women typically tend to be like slightly anemic. Got it. That's why it's such a silly thing to kind of put in there. Like, Whatever, I have like a body anemic. question Everybody's I anemic. <laughs> but um, I actually watched, a, uh, it wasn't a documentary, it was uh, like 
made for TV movie mm-hmm. about Brittany Murphy. I don't know if you ever saw it. I swear it was like a Hallmark or Lifetime movie oh. that they made about her. Okay. Um, they also made like a Hallmark or Lifetime movie about Kate Middleton and William. Oh, like, yeah. Like it's one of mm-hmm. those. Like right. it was like actors playing her mm-hmm. and her life story and it shows like when she was dating Ashton Kutcher and all this. But it was like actors and actresses playing her. So I remember right. learning a lot about her from just watching that. Yeah. Like, well, that's I swear good. it was like a Lifetime original movie or something. I... So when I was, like, looking this up, it was kind of sad to me that all of the advertising that's around Brittany Murphy, like, everything I can ever find is about her death. And it just makes me sad for the family. Like, I get frustrated when people who have passed, that, like, we know that people only talk about the death. Like, so it's got to be so hard for a family to, like, relive a documentary. And then the way that they're advertising it is, like, so much about, like, uncovering what happened to her. Right, her death, not, like, all the other things yeah, she like, did as an actress. Clearly, she was so successful. Like, she was a childhood actress. She yeah. acted for decades before she died. Like, right. she had an other life. Yeah. And it's basically her death story. Honestly, though, documentaries about death or, like, true crime are mm-hmm. so popular right now. It's, like, That's any true. mysterious death people mm-hmm. love making documentaries about. Okay, I once saw a TikTok. There's, like, absolutely no, like... I don't know if this is a valid story right, whatsoever, no, but I saw a TikTok that once explained that Britney Spears, when she was younger, she moved into a house in like West Hollywood or in the hills or something. I don't even know. Britney Spears or Britney Murphy? Britney Spears. Okay, sorry. We're talking and about so many Britneys. I know. Yeah. So we went to Britney Spears and Britney Murphy, and I'm telling a story about Britney Spears now. So um, yeah, Britney Spears moved into this house, and she told everyone, there's something bad in this house. Like, I don't like this house at all. Um I can't live here. Like, I guess she was, like, saging it and doing all this stuff. And she was like, no, there's, like, bad energy in this sounds house. Sounds like you. Yeah, sounds like me. <laughs> so, like, if something bad happens, I'm like, where's the sage? Like, I'll sage everything. Um, who knows if it really works. I don't know. I honestly have only been doing it for the past year. But look look where I am now. <laughs> so. Okay, anyways. So she was saging everything. She ended up moving out because she was like, I can't take this energy in this house. Brittany Murphy moved in. That's the house that Brittany Murphy died in. Wow. Yeah. I saw that TikTok and I was like, whoa. So. Interesting story. Maybe the house. Will be this the documentary doc- tell us that Britney Spears moved out because they were, there was some weird stuff going on in the house? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> Probably not. But here I am to give you some weird, possibly possible news. Oh my gosh. Remember? Speaker forever hold your face. <laughs> no, sorry. Remember when we were looking at Overheard LA? Yes. What was our favorite sentence that we, we saw in there? Literally, possibly. <laughs> it still makes us laugh. Somebody's, it's Overheard like, LA is basically an Instagram account. There's like an Overheard New York. There's mm-hmm. all these different city ones. And it's overhearing just stupid statements that people make <laughs> in public. It'll be like someone sitting on a subway and saying something really stupid about right. a friend. Mm-hmm. Like it's just when you overhear like a sentence of someone's and you're just like, what the hell? And that's basically <laughs> what they write. They just write quotes from people overheard LA. And LA is funny because LA people are mm-hmm. entertaining. Right. And there's just a quote on overheard LA that just says literally, comma, possibly. And just sitting there hearing a girl say literally, possibly <laughs> makes us die laughing. <laughs> it's so funny to me. Peyton and I first found it when we so were like. So if you ever hear us saying Literally, possibly. possibly. Just know that's not us. We're quoting. We're quoting something. Yeah, like that we, is not an OG quote. That is from yeah. another <laughs> from another source. We but, can't claim to be the owners right. of that quote. We, you and I first heard that that, or we first saw that Instagram post that when we were out once. We were like had a couple <laughs> drinks with us, and the rest of the night we were like, literally, possibly. Like it was like, should we go home now? Literally, possibly. <laughs> like everything we were saying. But that's how I just sounded when I was saying that this story might be in the documentary. 
Literally, possibly. Isn't there someone that you know that always says legitly? Am I allowed to say? <gasps> yes. They probably I actually know. think they stopped saying it. Thank goodness. They're not Because it's legitimately. Yes. And they would say legitly. When sh- the first time I heard this person say legitly, my jaw, I had to like compose myself in person. <laughs> like I was looking at them dead in the face. We were like two feet apart pre-COVID. And <laughs> um, I, I was like, oh, I'm dead inside. It's not a word. Legitly? Legitly. Yeah. Yeah. Literally? Possibly. <laughs> yeah, I love things like that. We're both What just- is the other quote that we... We're a-holes because we make fun of these people and we say stupid of stuff Of course, all the time. everyone says stupid stuff. We but also make you- fun of the girl that was like, oh, the viral video about that poor, like, <gasps> Miss USA content... Um, contestant everywhere like, did the, like everything like such as as uh the iraqs what was it like the okay this is how it was she the started beauty it. pageant contestant who got asked about mario lopez interviewed he her he said a lot of people in the united states can't locate loca- or a lot of people in the world in the united states can't locate the united states on a map it's basically about like why can kids not locate the united states on a map like what do we need to do to to improve that it's, it's basically an <laughs> education question that's all it is. And it turned into just the most amazing response I've ever heard of my entire you life. You guys absolutely know what we're talking about. Like, she blacked out. It's Yeah, it's a blonde girl. She fumbled so hard. She, like, never got back up. And she she started the answer saying, um, well, I personally believe. <laughs> so Peyton and I say that all the time. I personally believe. Well, and then I she personally said, believe. This is the best line. That all U.S. Americans don't. Have maps. She said it just like that. <laughs> well, I personally believe that all U.S. Americans don't have maps. And then the other iconic line that she says that we took from that is, everywhere like such as. Everywhere like such as. And then she the says, Iraq. And she just names like some. She names like a few third world countries. Yeah, like it's countries. just very weird. And then Poor she's, girl, because it's so relatable when you just black out and you're responding to someone about something. You're like, what am I saying? Yeah, like they don't have maps. Like. Yeah. Okay. Well, everything like such as. Everything like such as. <laughs> but honestly, like literally, possibly, maybe they don't have maps. <laughs> For real, I personally it's... believe that U.S. Americans don't. I personally believe have maps that all U.S. Americans. Okay, we're done. Like I, we're going to H Double Hockey Sticks if we don't sh- shut this down. Okay. Oh, speaking of someone who might be going to H Double Hockey Sticks, <laughs> Chris Harrison, lawyers up. Chris Harrison. <laughs> This is according to TMZ. So Chris Harrison knows the temperature in the room because now he's gotten a lawyer. And it is cold. It is a cold temperature. Uh, He's gotten a lawyer in the wake of his uncertain future with the Bachelor franchise. So he hired celeb attorney Brian Friedman, who knows a thing or two about celebs. He's the one who repped Gabrielle Union in her blow up with America's Got Talent. She complained of racism and a hostile work environment after she was fired as a judge. The case ended up settling. Um, Hiring a lawyer just makes it seem that like Chris Harrison, like it confirms that Chris Harrison is worried about his future with The Bachelor, you know? Mm-hmm. So like whether or not they decide to ask him back, it's basically him being like... And he's probably getting hated on right now. I'm covered. I don't yeah. know. Sometimes you just, something is above you and you just need some help because it's, I think this is beyond him. Yeah. What he's going through. And of, he's probably just like, I just need some help, bro. Like, I don't know what I'm saying and doing. I kind of don't understand the purpose of him getting a lawyer, if I'm going to be really honest. Like, it's probably to have someone in a way, like, speak for him. If anyone, like, sues him for any sort. Like, maybe people are coming after him for, like, hate something. Like, who knows? It's probably just, like, to defend him from anything. But it's based, like, in my mind, it basically is saying that if... 
The Bachelor lets him go, then it's going to be like a financial He'll thing, like a contractual. I'm sure, and possibly it's because he maybe he doesn't want to lose The Bachelor, and he's going to say like, maybe there's a part in his contract where like you can't fire me for this, this, and this, and maybe they're, let's say they fire him for something that he's like, wait, but you said you would never. Yeah. Like, I have a contract with you guys for the next whatever five years, like we don't know. Yeah. So I'm sure it's kind of probably like keep him safe in case he. That franchise is fired for something or loses money. Burning down, burning down in <laughs> <So> flames. <laughs> it's, it's just honestly, we're like America and our culture is aging out of Bachelor. Yeah, we're just like getting past it. They need a new. They need a new concept. A new they need show, like, like a, a totally. They almost like need the final ep- like season of Bachelor, and then they need to start like a new love franchise that's totally not like, the same. Like, just come on a show and say it, the like the winner shouldn't have to date the person. The winner should immediately get a Fit Fab Fun promotion box, mm. you know, or like a code, or, like a ten percent <laughs> off code, because like the jig is up. These gummies will make your hair so smooth. <laughs> <laughs> no, like that's why people should go on the Bachelor. I don't know, whatever. They're just so like, stupid. Let's move forward. I know. Let's move on. I could, I could like. Ugh, really I'm dreading go. this next story. Can we skip it? The next couple stories, you're going to kill me. Okay, no, we have to talk about this. TikTok star Addison Ray. Remember, she's your favorite girl. What do you think her name is? Even though I just said it because this is going to happen. I see it in front of me, but I normally just call her Madison. Yeah, Peyton doesn't know who she Literally, is. Literally, possibly. <laughs> no, I don't know who she is. I don't have a TikTok. I have no idea. Like, I could see a lineup of girls and I would have no idea which one Addison Ray is. I can't even... Wow, that's crazy. I have no idea who she is. Okay, well... But you tell the story. Let me tell you. But just the other normal people that are like me that don't know, don't feel bad. She has a new career move. This is according to Rolling Stone. Surprise, Addison Rae... You mean Ray. she's not just a full-time TikTok star anymore? No. Wow. I know. Shocking. Shocking. She's starting a music career. On Friday, the 20-year-old dropped her first ever single called Obsessed, along with the music video. Wow. This song is a self-love anthem. Good for her. Um, according to the New York Post, though, Twitter is not obsessed with this sexy music video. So it's a little sexual. So I watched it. Okay. Okay, let me just be clear. She's like, she's a dancer. She comes from like a dancing background. That's why she got so famous on TikTok. Because it was, okay, so she would do the little like from the waist up dances that TikTok people do. Yes, correct. Um, <laughs> waist up dances, it's so true. But so when I expected a music video, I expected it to be like full-blown, like, Britney Spears dancing. dancing. Yeah, like great dancing. Was there a good dancing? Um, it reminded me of like, it was just so overly sexual. Like it reminded me of like Christina Aguilera's dirty music video where like, and not that she, I don't even mean to say that. I just mean like that was Christina Aguilera's like almost coming out. Like that was her just being like, I'm myself. I want to be like, I want to be who I want to be. If I want to be sexual, great, whatever. And that's cool. But her first stuff, like Genie in the Bottle was like, was like, she was like dancing and I don't know. She was younger then too. I guess I'm like, I guess I don't know how to feel about it. I just thought it was, I thought it was like not enough actual dancing. Off the chat, and that's out, what so I'm I can trying see to what say. this girl looks like. But secondly, this points, points, this proves my whole point about TikTok dancers. My friend, who's a teacher oh, yeah. with me, is the dance, well, was the dance coach at Jupiter High. Shout out, Becca. And she hey. was looking, hey, Becca. And she was looking at, dance auditions because they had to do it virtually this year because of COVID so girls were sending in video auditions mm-hmm. understandably it's so easy to send in a video audition dancing it's not like singing you could probably alter some stuff about dancing you're watching a video of a girl dance it's just right. like an audition in person so easy girls were sending in auditions of them from the waist up like doing TikTok dances <laughs> thinking that's dancing and Becca's like I'm sorry I'm gonna need you to give me a full body dancing right so girls are starting to think that like this is dancing yeah like, that's just, true like doing this thing with their hands 
Honestly, that's all I do in the club. (laughs) (laughs) And so, anyways, it's just funny that it's, like, making people think that they're truly dancers. I'm sure all these dancers that have, like, freaking quads the size of my face that are, like, true athletes that dance with their their whole body Mm -hmm. are, like, oh, my gosh, all these people being claimed. I just can't. No, not saying that Addison Ray isn't. Is she actually? A, she's a great dancer. Like, she's, she's a great dancer. dancer. I I did think the the music video was like super sexual, but I'm not even gonna knock her for that because she can do whatever she wants. I'm obsessed with me as much as you. Said you died oh, those for are the me. Lyrics. I died for me too. <gasps> and if I lost you, I'd still have me. I can't lose. Oh, by the way, she sounds identical to Selena Gomez. Really? And her song is like talking. It's kind of like this. You know what I've always said about Selena? I know it's going to be controversial. But since the moment she came out and you were like, oh, I love Selena. I love her voice. I love it all. I think you already said this, but okay. Have I already said this about Selena? No, no, She's. I've said this subtly, but she is not a singer. (laughs) Everything on her albums is so auto-tuned. It is insane. And you know why this girl sounds just like Selena? I'm sure she has the same exact filter system yeah. that Selena has used. And all they have to do is basically talk and like this note the whole time and they just freaking auto-tune yes. it up. So the whole thing is like, yeah. and, and I get it because she's a dancer. So she probably wanted to do like, like you remember when Kim, I'm coming out tonight. You remember Kim's song? Kim Kardashian? Yeah. <laughs> of course. But like, I was expecting it to be like that. And so the fact that the, the her voice isn't amazing isn't that shocking. But I just thought the dancing would be more in the video. I guess that's what I'm trying to Christina say. Christina Aguilera danced and sang like a freaking... And Christina Aguilera can sing like crazy. And so, Jessica Simpson could sing. Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, yeah, anyways. I mean, Britney Spears, Britney Spears wasn't like always the biggest singer, but she was always a really big well, dancer. Well, it sounds like she tried to do this. Why not? If I was 20 and I had the money and I had like... And I had... Producers coming to being being like, I would love you to sing an album. Here we wrote a song or whatever. I'd yeah. be like, for sure. Of course I'll do it. So good for her. But um, it sounds like she's not going to go be the next Beyonce anytime soon. It doesn't sound like she got the like high praise. that What I just sang of Kim Kardashian, I'm going out tonight. That is more like up and down than this song went. Okay. So it's the like song Cinema is very, Cinema yeah. the songs are like. What's like the this. song where Selena Gomez, it was like her first, um, it was her first one after her breakup with Bieber and she was wearing like a white shirt and she took it off as she was like walking up the stairs. Hands to myself. Oh my gosh, Can't it's hands my to myself. Hands to myself. Yeah. Do, do, do. No matter how hard I'm trying to. Like, that's what it sounds like. Yeah. Anyway, so um, the song is like, I don't know, maybe it could be like, a, like a, a club hit down the road. But by the way, that's not all she's doing because Netflix picked up the rights to Miramax's She's All That, which I is the gender-swapped remake okay, so of He's All do, That. Okay. So in that one, she would be like the cool girl that the guy, the guy's going to be doing like the nerd. Doing a makeover for yeah. Good, because the whole, like, idea of, like, this girl had to become pretty and be- get a makeover to get the guy is so silly. Like, so I want to see the guy do the makeover. Yeah. And she just has to play, like, the really pretty cool girl that everyone wants to date. Yeah. So that'll be easy. Like, she's the Freddy. She is the pretty cool girl in real life, so it's fine. Yeah. Okay. Um, ready, to, <laughs> ready to go to another story? <laughs> according to page six. So we know this is going to be... Oh, yeah, this is according to page six. A New York scandal. Uh, Real Housewives, if you guys watch Real Housewives of New York, Tinsley Mortimer left the show in 2019. Tinsley's the one that talks like this. Yeah. (laughs) And, like, if you mention a wedding, she'll just, like, oop, cry. (laughs) Her and her mom both. When they were crying over, like, little baby shoes. Remember that? Yeah. Okay, so 
Tinsley Mortimer's walk down the aisle has been cut short. Scott Cluth, Tinsley's former fiance, told People, quote, after 14 months of engagement, Tinsley and I have ended our relationship and we have been living independently for the last few months. This was an incredibly difficult decision, but it is one that I believe is the best for both of us. I will always care about Tinsley and I sincerely wish her happiness and success in all that she does in the future. Tinsley's, Tinsley's friends are furious because back in 2019, like, Scott would be so hot and cold with her. We kind of saw it on the show. Like, yeah, and they were like, why do you keep going back with him? Why do you keep going back Yeah, with like, him? he wasn't, he was committed to her. Like, it seemed like he kind of, like, gave her room to live or, like, something like that. And then, like, or would give her the key to his place. But, like, he wasn't always around in a way. Yeah. That's how they made it seem, I feel like. Yeah. Um, so they were, her friends were mad because... He would be hot and cold, and he basically said, if you quit the show and move to Chicago with me, I'll marry you. And she and did all that. She did it. And then he's the one to call people and so give them a up. statement. Yeah. And apparently she was, like, so blindsided by it all. Wow. Yeah. That's very much like her, though. It stinks. She kind of reminds me of those girls that you have that you're friends with that are like, well, I mean... Um, I didn't hear from him for the last, like, two nights. He was out with his friends. Yeah. Um, but he wants me to come over tonight, so I'm going to go. Right. Like, it's one of those girls where you're like, Ugh. Yeah. Like, she is so hopeful and wants this romantic fairy tale situation. Mm-hmm. And I just feel for her because all her friends are the ones, like, shaking her. Like, you're blind. This guy does not care the way you yeah. care. And I feel bad for her. Mm-hmm. But, you know what? I hope she gets a way, 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 way cuter, more nice, richer, <laughs> taller man yeah, after that's this. That's true. Yeah. I, it'd be great <laughs> or if she... Or whatever else she wants. Her and Leah from the show are still really close. Mm-hmm. Leah posted a meme from Sex and the City, the one where Charlotte says, I curse the day you were born. And she posted that on Instagram saying, love you beyond. That's so funny. To Tinsley. I curse the, the day, day you were born. And then she, she waddles out of there. Yeah, I so love funny. that scene. Um, yeah, I, I feel for Tinsley. Hopefully she shows up on the show as like a, a friend of Leah's sometimes. And yeah. We get to see her again, and hopefully she finds love because, like, she is someone who truly she will choose the fairy tale over anything. for marriage and love, and I can't believe it's been this many years and she just got nothing. Out and of for like the fairy tale, no, like that's that sucks. That sucks like, she just spent the last so however many years on this guy moved. that now it's just nothing. You were on a national TV show. She like finally got back into her thing. Like I don't know, she did the circus. Remember, yeah. <laughs> she had this whole like. She felt like she was her old Tinsley again. <laughs> yeah, she's like in the fashion show wearing yeah. the ugliest outfit. I don't even remember what it was, but remember it was the ugliest yeah. outfit. Or the shoes, I guess. I don't remember. But, um... Poor girl. Yeah. it's it, That's a lot. Even when... If I'm, like, into someone for a long time, which normally happens to me, um, after it's done, I feel like I've just, like, wasted years. So I can it's imagine... It's funny because their first date, like, he just seemed like this, like, nerdy, smart guy who she was, like, way out of his league almost. And it's weird how, like, the table totally turns. She was out of his league. She's so out of his league. Remember she kissed him on the date, though? Yeah, she kissed him on the first date and, like, in front of her friends. It was Carol. It's Carol one thing to, like, up. kiss someone on a first date, but to do it, like, in front of my... Like, in front of you. It's like... Like, if we were on a, like, first date together and you were watching me with a guy and I'm, like, kissing him for the first time ever in front of you. But they did it... She did it, like, for a show. Like, she's yes, like, she yeah, did. I'm into you. Pack her up. Yeah, like, <laughs> let's kiss. And everyone was like, ah! Yeah. They were like, woo! You would have been like, all right, Pete, let's go to the bathroom. Sedate yourself. Yeah, I would tone Calm it down. down. Yeah. Make him work for that. Yeah. yeah, like, oh my God, it's so true. Anytime I have seen my friends make out with someone at a bar, I'm urgently, like, I'm the only friend. I'll come out from under the ground, pull them back <laughs> from the bathroom, and I'm like, shh. I'm not the me. same. I'm like, you go, girl. Woo! <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? <laughs> 
are you doing? You're like, here's a water drink. This yeah. water. <laughs> I'm like, here's another try. This exact story happened to one of my friends. I pulled her out, called her into, or pulled her into the bathroom, and I was, she was making out with someone like, truly, she was a ten, he was a two, and I only said this because I know this person. I know both of these people, and I, the guy I don't personality even personality like, was a two. Personality was a two. Yeah, I don't even care how attractive he was, and I pulled my friend to the bathroom and was like, stop it, and she was like, Hannah, you have to just like let me do it, and I was just like, let me be free. I was like, fine. But I'm never going to let you live this down. <laughs> Fine. But I'll talk about it all the time, okay? And just remember that I tried to save you and you said no. Anyways. Nobody wow. wants to be saved when they're having the time of their lives kissing a two, you know? It's true. <laughs> okay. I had a separate story about the Keeping Up with the Kardashians Great. final season I can't wait for you to leave this one so I can eating my apples. Well, the truth is I did not watch it yet. Perfect. We can save it for next week. I really wanted to watch it, but I had to watch some Oscar nomination. I, I was in the mood to watch the movies instead, and I, I didn't get around to watching the Kardashians. Apparently, it was great. There was a lot of sitting around and talking. <laughs> can we just, like, pretend what it was like? Um, I personally believe that. Legitly, Courtney? <laughs> Literally, possibly. Kim, do you think Travis... I actually, I don't think Travis is in the first episode. By the way, everyone's loving Travis and Courtney. They're together. They're they're having like date night every Amazing. night. Amazing. Courtney's dressing like a little more rocker now. Amazing. Like rocker Edgy. girlfriend vibes. Mm-hmm. Travis is super vegan. He posted a Amazing. photo of his like sushi roll last night. It was literally avocado, like sliced avocado with some seaweed around it. It's crazy. Crazy. I could never do that. No. Even if I'm vegan, I'm still eating um, Rice? cheese and sushi. Oh, and rice, dog. You can eat cheese when you're vegan. <laughs> I know. But that's what I'm saying. Like, like how do you, I... could, you just wouldn't be vegan. I remember I tried going vegan for like a month of my life. And I, as I was explaining it to my roommate at the time, I was making a cheese pizza because I forgot that cheese was vegan. I thought it was just meat. There's so much stuff that is not anything with butter, not vegan. Oh, you Do you know, know how many things have butter? I, my mom dips Eggs. crackers in butter. Like, that's how much my house loves my butter. My mom dips anything in sour cream. <laughs> you know that about her like she'll take like a pretzel and she'll just scoop sour cream it's like a vessel for her sour cream whatever wow. she has her hand and she'll eat it it'll be like a it's like her thing she treats sour cream like how you treat frosting water <laughs> <laughs> that was it was actually much nicer uh yeah like how i would treat frosting when i have like if there's a thing of frosting in cream me, cheese like, on a bagel Oh, yeah, cream cheese Wait, on a It bagel. should be this much cream cheese. It should be, the ratio of cream cheese to bagel, it should be for every. This is a very debatable It should be for topic. every four cream cheeses, one bagel. Like, that's it should true. be, like, quadruple the amount of cream cheese that's bagel. This much cream cheese on my bagel, this much bagel. And if there's not enough, like, when you go to New York, you never have to say, like, can I have more cream cheese? They just smear it on them. But when you come to Florida. You have to say, you, I need double the cream cheese. And then they're like, cheese. okay, and then they do charge you 50 cents for oh more Oh, my gosh, that was when we went to Savannah. We went to Savannah, and we were like, can we have an extra cream cheese thing? Which, first off, it still wasn't enough. It wasn't. And they charge us for every cream cheese. Yeah. This is, a like, a hot topic, In New though. York, they take a ginormous, like, frost, <laughs> like, a cake frosting knife. Like, one of those knives you use to frost a cake. And they scoop it into the cream cheese, and they smack it on the bagel. And then they take the other part of the bagel and smash it down on it. And then they hand it to you. And you're like, that might just be enough cream cheese. <laughs> I'm just laughing because, like, here we are. Here we are, like, making fun of how people talk. And ginormous is not a word. <laughs> ginormous? Look it up. It's not a word. Ginormous. It's gigantic and enormous combined. Put together. It's probably a word by now. In Urban Dictionary. No, look up in Webster Dictionary ginormous. 
Okay. Okay, hey, teach. We we defended them earlier by saying we say the same stupid crap. Jai Which is why it's funny. Nor miss. There's a woman outside talking real loud. Oh my gosh, it's a word now. Thank you. Wow, it's a word now. Definition. Extremely large, humongous. Had a ginormous house with a swimming pool at a pool table. That was the sentence. Sorry. <laughs> okay, moving on. I don't even know what we're talking about anymore. All right. Demi Lovato isn't staying sober this time? What? Oh, yeah, we can talk about Demi. Okay. Uh, Demi Lovato's continued to drink alcohol and smoke marijuana. I always want to say marijuana. Following her 2018 overdose, and in her new YouTube docuseries, she explains this decision. She said that she's really struggled with deciding on whether or not to come forward with the truth about her sobriety, saying, quote, I know I'm done with the stuff that's going to kill me, right? Like heroin. Yes. Yeah. So telling myself that I can never have... <laughs> like heroin. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I don't know. Methamphetamine. Yeah, I'm like, sure, I guess. Uh, I guess. Okay, she says, quote, I know I'm done with the stuff that's going to kill me, right? Telling myself that I can never have a drink or smoke marijuana, I feel like that's setting myself up for failure because I'm such a black and white thinker. I have had it drilled into my head for so many years that one drink was equivalent to a crack pipe. So she now chooses to do both in moderation. Her YouTube series is available on March 23rd, which is Tuesday of this week, I hope week, that by that way. method works for her. Yeah, same. I hope that that method works for her. I, it sounds like she's a very, like, it sounds like, though, she's, like, a very addictive personality, and... Yeah. So we'll see how that method works. She I does. I mean, when you have a, an addiction, it is a lifetime battle. And, like, when people are like, why can't you just stop? Like, it's it's a lifetime battle. That's so. why I'm interested to see if this, like, gray area of kind mm-hmm. of, like, a medium is will work for her or not. Moderation is... And, like, some people that are addicts aren't able to moderate. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, was she an addict, or was she just... Does she claim herself to be an addict? Or was she just using, like, killing drugs that will kill her? Yeah, that's something I don't know. I don't know. Like, it wasn't, like, a mental health thing. So right. she was using all these drugs to practically kill her. Is it because she was addicted to them? I don't know. That's why I'm like, I don't know. Maybe she wasn't an addict. Because I'm like, drinking alcohol and smoking marijuana if you're an addict is still pretty risky. Mm-hmm. So she must maybe just be, like, um, it was more about her, like, mind that yeah. she took these things. But I guess we'll know more in the documentary. Um, let's watch it this week so we can talk about it next week. Sure. Okay. Uh, another story, Mrs. Doubtfire version. So there was a, yes. this is according to TMZ. There was a viral tweet this week that said, while filming Mrs. <gasps> Doubtfire in 1993, wow. Robin Williams improvised so much that there were PG, PG-13s, P, excuse me, PG, PG-13, R, and NC-17 cuts of the film. That is so incredible. So funny. He's the best, man. But the film director sets this straight. So Chris Columbus is his name, and he confirmed to Entertainment Weekly that, yes, there are three different versions that exist in the universe, including an R-rated version that got left on the cutting room floor, but there is no NC-17 version, contrary to the viral tweet. He explained it this way. He said, there was a deal between Robin and, Robin and myself, which was he'll do one or two, three scripted takes, and then he would say, okay, let me play. So then they would do like 15, 22 takes, and his new lines were just like not kid-friendly lines. Oh, um, I would have loved to watch him do this. Okay, well, we might be able to, because he said although he definitely will not be making or not be releasing another version of this movie, he's open to making a documentary about the making of the making of Mrs. Okay. Doubtfire. And he would include some of those clips in that. That's so Wouldn't funny. Wouldn't that be great? I would die to see that. There's just a, to see some anyone. I mean, like any talented 
comedian actor, I would love to see them do their non-scripted takes. Just like I know the office, they said a lot of it was ad libs. Like yeah. I know like Will Ferrell does a lot of like random ad libbing where he doesn't follow the script. Like I would love to just mm-hmm. like see someone do that. It's so amazing how funny and quick people can be on the spot. Oh, like I've heard half of Step Brothers was ad lib. And they were like, do you want to do karate in the garage? Do we just become best friends? Yeah, like, they'll always show, like, bloopers or just, like, cut scenes Mm -hmm. where it's a scene that they do have in the movie, but it's just, like, a little different. Like, they change, like, what they say. And it is so funny that they can come up with, like, all these ideas and they just pick the best one. It's a skill that truly, like, nobody has. (laughs) I mean, we have it. We're, like, super unscripted here. Legitly. Yeah. (laughs) Um... Uh, I really quickly want to talk about the Oscar nominations. Yeah, because you did watch those because movies. Because I did watch so many movies. And I want to hear about that one other one that you um, didn't mention earlier. This is according to Cheddar and Variety. And then then we'll say ta-ta to everyone. Mm-hmm. So Mank, which is an ode to the golden age of Hollywood, was produced and distributed by Netflix. That led the Academy Award nominations with 10, including one for Best Picture. Mm-hmm. This year's nominee list is among the most diverse in Oscar history, according Great. to Variety. Amazing. Two women are up for Best Director. Great. That's one woman for, um, her name is Emerald Fanning for Promising Young Woman. The movie you watched. Yes. And Chloe Zao for Nomadland. Excuse me if I'm saying that wrong. I'm so sorry. Zao. Zao. Um, yeah. So the ceremony is on April 25th. Okay, so here are the ones competing for Best Picture. I literally looked all of these up yesterday because I was just in the mood to watch a good movie, and I watched all the trailers. Actually, I could not find The Father. But the first one is The Father. <laughs> that is Judas and the Black Messiah, Mank, Minari. I hope I'm saying that right. Minari. I know. When you sent it to me, I was like, is it Minari? Or... I, don't I don't know. know. Uh, Nomadland, Promising Young Woman, Sound of Metal, and The Trial of the Chicago 7. Two of these are on Netflix. There's another one on Hulu. Like, these Which movies are, are everywhere. Which Mank. Okay. Mank is a black and white film. Amanda Seyfried's in it. It's about the making. It's like behind the scenes of a producer in the making of a really old movie. Okay. So it's like old Hollywood. I honestly watched the trailer and I was like, what? I couldn't even keep up with the trailer. Yeah, Um, too deep. Too much. Promising Young Woman, we had to rent. Okay. Sound of Metal was... I believe on a streaming service. That, that one looked good. so I heard good. That was really good. I think tonight I'm going to look up all of these and just pick like whichever one's um, cheapest for me to rent. So the promising young woman is the one I described, but the sound of metal is that one is would be next on my list to watch. It was about a drummer who um, goes deaf. Essentially, yes, I heard. About I'm not this. giving anything away. This is all in the trailer. And then Minari or Minari, whatever. Yes. Um, you that said that one so was good. really great. Okay, How did so you get, what did you use to get it streaming? Guys? I had to rent that one, and it was twenty dollars to rent. Okay, I, so I, I don't thought that one was kind of expensive. Yeah, like maybe wait for wait that one to bit. come or to go down. I don't know if it will or but support it. It's tough with all these movies. I'm like they're not actually, getting their normal amount. You're right. Yeah, I agree. Like, just just rent, just rent it. it and support it. Um, that movie was really really cute. It was like the the actors did such a good job. So Glenn from The Walking Dead is the main character, okay. who I just adore him. But it's about a Korean family who moves to Arkansas, and they want to start a farm. Do they speak English? Uh, they have, like, broken English because they're learning. Right. But they – so it's, like, a lot of subtitles. Okay. But uh, it's a family of four. They moved their grandma out. The grandma reminded me so much of my Ukrainian grandma that used to live with us. Like, oh, my gosh. And the little boy who – he's, like, he's in every single scene. Like, the little boy was the cutest. The I, he looked like my little brother. Like, he was just – oh, he was so cute to me. He was adorable. <laughs> um. The movie was just, like, really, really easy to watch, and it was beautifully done. So that's one, if you were, like, watching one with the family, I would recommend that one. And Promising Young Woman, if you want just, like, a badass movie. And, yeah, oh, I will say um, Chadwick Boseman is also nominated for Best Actor for his role in Moraney's Black Bottom. 
And that one is on Netflix. It's actually, I'm sorry, it's either on Netflix or Amazon. I watch so many of these that I can't remember, but it's streaming. I want to say that one so badly. Viola Davis is also in that movie. Nice. That movie looked really good. The Trial of Chicago 7 is also on Netflix. Sorry, I just remember that. Okay, I feel like I've been talking a lot. <laughs> but yeah, if you guys have watched any of those uh, um, Oscar noms, let us know and let us know which ones are worth watching. I'd be, I'd be interested to see outside of the two that I watched. Yeah. Okay. Is there anything else you want to talk about? I feel satisfied. I feel like I got everything I needed to know in entertainment. Okay, perfect. Well, Hopefully you guys feel the same. Yes. If well, you've thank made you it guys for, for listening. Uh, we hope everyone has a great Monday. If you are listening, please feel free to head over to our YouTube channel and subscribe if you want to watch us there in the future. And I'll be returning to school, so keep eating your thoughts and prayers and well wishes. Yes, keep eating your thoughts and prayers. And if you're not following us on the Backup Plan Show Instagram, you're doing it wrong. So follow us there. And uh, we've been posting like all the major and latest breaking stories. stories like stories you need to know yeah. like Jojo and Jordan going to another franchise to do a dating show yes it's just like the information you need to get through the day <laughs> dire how information how else could you get through your Monday how without us <laughs> alright we love you guys have a good Monday bye Hagum. hi yeah.